welcome to Come and See, your podcast for finding truth in a world of chaos. Brought to you by All for Jesus Living Waters Ministry. With host and founder, Richard Case, and co-host and retreat leader, Kathy Riccone. Join us every weekday at this time to discuss news, spend time in the Word, and receive answers to your personal questions about living life in God's truth. And now your host, Richard Case. Well, good morning, Kathy. Uh, we are into uh, the January 2022 uh, week, first week of the new year. Uh, there's Crazy o- there's how only, fast I uh, got here. <laughs> 361 days left. <laughs> uh, we would uh, urge, by the way, the audience, uh, if you haven't, um, and maybe you skipped it, but we did a uh, New Year's Eve uh, kind of a message on the New Year uh, on our podcast on the 31st, so it's up on the 31st. So uh, if you haven't got through that, I'd urge you to really go back through that and just listen and, and understand uh, what uh, we believe God is saying to all of us in terms of how we address the New Year, which is to basically see Kim walk with him, uh, do the things that we've talked about here, and flip it from what we need to do or the burden on us, but rather uh, walk with him and let him deliver to us what we call the covenant uh, beautiful life of blessing, uh, to be a blessing, which is guaranteed. He said, I, I absolutely will do that. And uh, obviously we gotta, we gotta, we gotta uh, walk into that as opposed to us trying to figure it out. So um, I just urge you to do that as we've talked about uh, this aspect of uh, overcoming uh, you know, worry, fear, and anxiety. Um, if you look at it in a really simple way, uh, which is what we've been discussing, is the reason we stay there. So it's not, that, by the way, it's not that bad that we have it. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, he, he actually lots of times, interesting enough, when you think of, uh, you know, we just went through Christmas, but uh, he spoke it to both Mary and Joseph. Fear right. not. Fear not. Um, yeah, I know you're afraid. <laughs> Uh, but but it's okay. Uh, fear not, because now I'm going to speak to what I'm going to fulfill for you. Um, so fear not. Um, so fear and worry of, of uh, you know, man, this is concerning, and even anxiousness about, man, look at the world. It's not a it's not a bad thing per se. So it's not about well, we should stop doing that. Um, right. It's not. That's not the question. Uh, it's it's when we when we experience that, which we will. Mm-hmm. Uh, what do we do with that? And, and when right. we're, what the reason we're doing this series is that people stay in that place. Mm-hmm. Uh, that uh, uh, I tend to be fearful, I live in fear, I tend to live in worry. And even what they call uh, anxiety or what we've uh, you know, labeled today as anxiety disorder. Right. Uh, that, man, I'm so anxious that <laughs> I am so distraught that everything about every day is oppressive to me. Um, And in fact, not only are they living in that, but they're wearing it as an identity. I do believe because there is so much conversation, which it is good that there's conversation about this now, especially because it has peaked um, so much during the COVID. This this past year and a half, two years has really peaked anxiety and fear in people. But in that, it has also given people this, um, I don't know, kind of unique and falsely um grounded identity well i'm some i am a worrier 
I am anxious. I, I will always be, this is who I am. This is how I'm wired. This is my struggle. And, and people are beginning to, because they're comfortable talking about it more now are beginning to wear it as an identity and not recognize that there is freedom from that, that God indeed would not have said, fear not if he could not indeed heal us from that and, right. and talk us to take us to a new place with that. Yeah. Yeah. And it's even the tension of that is that they kind of wear it as identity, but at the same time they say, uh, I really don't enjoy this. <laughs> oh, no, <laughs> because, not at all. Uh, yeah. It's not that they want to, yeah. but, but they buy into this falsehood that it's, this is who they are and this is how it has to be. Yeah. Yeah. And the world is getting more intense and more difficult. Con conflict is all over the place. Uh, you know, we, we just had our leader calls and, um, and we, and we have leaders that are experiencing, even in their own families, which is what we've described, uh, conflict with mm -hmm. relationships, which is what we've been talking about uh, yesterday, uh, about uh, you know, demands on the vaccine of you need to, and I won't be around you unless, and, but mm -hmm. God's telling them not to, and so they're, stru they're stuck with, uh, I'm following God, but it's causing me conflict with my family. Um, and it's because, so hard. Because yeah. of the... Um, and again, I would, I would attribute it to um, the, the development of the culture that has gotten more, uh, in a sense, uh, stubborn, stiff, what I call, the Bible calls stiff-necked mm -hmm. and stubborn of, I want my way and I believe, right. I'm so, I believe I'm so right that anybody else that doesn't agree with me I'm going to come against and I'm going to punish them. And the punishment can be, I'm not going to see you. I'm not going to be around you. You can't see the grandkids. You can't, you can't uh, experience us or um, I'm going to be harsh against you. Um, and it's, uh, we can see it in the, in the culture uh, that there's very little <laughs> what I would call respectful discussion. You know, it's, right. it's not right. about, yeah, okay, I, I do think differently about this. Okay. Mm -hmm. um, let's process together. There, there's a solution there. Uh, mm -hmm. Let's process until we find a solution. And see, that's God's beautiful way, um, and I can I can attest to this that uh, even in the most difficult, seemingly un, unattainable solution uh, way, God says, "Well, I have one." <laughs> right. Um, right. And I'll and I'll show it to you. And do you have a heart to go? Uh, and, and process it. And, and uh, as we're talking about this issue of, of relationship, uh, it starts with, by the way, my heart. Uh, so we talked yesterday about if, if you have been, uh, you know, kind of confirmed, convicted by the Spirit, yeah, you kind of cause this, this you, the right. way you handle it. By the way, sometimes it's not even the what, it's how you did it. Uh, right. Uh, and sometimes it's not even the cause, it's your response yeah. added to the fire. Yeah. You know, it's yeah. it's not that you caused it, but you responded poorly and yeah. added to the fire yeah. too. Yeah, that you, uh, you, uh, <laughs> uh, you were you were part of it. Um, we had a retreat that we did in, in New Hampshire uh, this last fall uh, with our, with our uh, a group that had been uh, learning to abide, and they have learned to abide. Mm -hmm. And um, we were talking about overcoming adversity. Uh, <laughs> Uh, it came around to this uh, woman and, and she said, you know, I got, I got to confess that um, I kind of was the cause that, you know, something, 
something occurred, and this is in a group scenario, and with her family and friends, etc. She said, so, and you, what you just said is, is what happened. Um, something occurred that wasn't right. My reaction to that um, was inappropriate, and, right. um, and I, I didn't resolve it. And interesting enough, she said, I didn't really think much about it other than it, it bothered me until God reminded me here at this retreat, uh, by the way, honey, you're the one that needs to process this. Uh, right, because you, you added some fuel you, to the fire you, here. <laughs> what you did isn't of me, you know, so okay. And she said, you know what, I'm gonna, mm-hmm. I'm gonna go uh, follow these precepts in Matthew 5 and I'm gonna go take care of it and, and uh, I re- I'm gonna rejoice because I know God's gonna resolve this and, right. and give me freedom. Uh, so yeah. um, it's not necessarily even, uh, see it's not that, well, what they did wasn't completely right and I should have done this, okay. A lot of times it's just how you did it and the reaction and uh, what you caused. And God said, well, it's on you. I want you to initiate, say you're sorry, uh, and go to the uh, what we call the initiative of offering reconciliation with what do I need to do to make it right for you, um, and I'm willing to. Uh, so when it's on you, you got to do that. Well, um, a lot, most of the time it's the other way around. Uh, is right. that if my heart is right with God, I'm not really ca- causing a lot of trouble for others because I'm always in a position of, if there's a difficulty that arises, like right now, because I know what it means to walk with God and what I, what I know his heart is, is that I would immediately just say, wait a second, I know this is difficult, but let's just respectfully process this right now. And so you generally are not the cause of this, if, if you're walking right. with God. Um, right. Once in a while you are, and even inadvertently. Uh, uh, by, uh, and for me, it would look like, um, because I tend to be, uh, let's say, fast uh, doing task. And, mm-hmm. and by the way, I'm a multitasker. Right. Uh, so I, I, can, I can do lots and lots of things at the same time. So for example, um, Linda, we could be home. Linda's talking to me. Um, I could be sitting next to her. Mm. I could be watching TV, reading a book on my computer and listening to her. Oh, that probably does not go over very well it with her. It does not go over. And, <laughs> and she says, you're not listening to me. Mm-hmm. And I said, yes, I am. She says, what? And I repeat, I can repeat word for word what she just said because God's given me a, a mind actually that acts like a, uh, a tape recorder. Right. Now, I didn't listen. I truly didn't listen. I recorded it. Right. Uh, you, so you heard the words. I heard That the was words. about it. Uh, and, and she's right. You know, she said, hey, uh, you're not paying attention to me and mm-hmm. I'm, I'm a little bit offended by what you're doing. And, and the truth is, well, that's on me. It really is on me. Mm-hmm. And I didn't do it purposely, but okay, uh, okay, sorry. Uh, right. I'm gonna look to her, let me let me turn everything off. Let me pay attention to you. Uh, let me um, uh, follow through. Yes, you're right. Um, I didn't purposely did it, but I was the cause of it. So I'm gonna, I'm gonna go to, I'm gonna you know, uh, leave my altar and go get this resolved right away. So that's, that's on us. But generally speaking, uh, it's where other people, because they're self-centered, are um, offending us, they don't care about us, they are opposing us, they're even fighting us 
right. with, with I want you to do this, and if you don't do this, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to come after you. And come after you can be just, I'm going to withhold any uh, affection from you, I'm going to uh, be silent with you, I'm going to make you feel uncomfortable, um, I'm going to hurt you in some way, um, I'm going to keep pushing you. Lots of different ways that people can hurt us, uh, and particularly in families, it's more pattern related. So what I right. call unhealthy patterns, and that's like patterns of control. Mm -hmm. um, I'm going to control you. And by the way, uh, families, <laughs> they learn how to do this really good. Uh, oh, so right. they, they learn what's your buttons and how mm -hmm. to manipulate us to follow under their control. Um, and, and you can see that in siblings and toddlers yes. together. Yeah. You know, they already begin learning how to do that, what the buttons are and how to get their, their brother or sister just the right way. Right. Uh, so um, when people have heard us, which is going to happen all the time, and we talked yesterday about, yeah, sometimes uh, it's momentary because it's a server or it's somebody on the road or it's a, a teller or, or just something that's going, ah, eh, you know, you're not going to see this person again. Uh, yeah, they... They made you angry. Yeah, you were properly angry, but let it go. No, you don't need to do much with it. Just let it go. Don't don't think about it anymore. I'll move on because it's momentary. Uh, why? Well, because that person has no more effect on you. Uh, it happened, but it was what I call a one-off. It was at a moment. Right. Yeah. Okay. It happened. Yeah. I'm upset about it, but move on. You know. Uh, let it go. Right. Uh, okay. But a lot of other people or situations. Uh, like, uh, I think I was sharing this a little while ago where we had a, a person working for us uh, doing some uh, handiwork and um, uh, they uh, basically uh, cheated us. Uh, well, it made us yeah. mad. Made us mad. Um, so we had to process that and this guy, you know, is involved here. What do I do with that? I have to let God direct me to, uh, and, and I want to try to clarify what I'm saying here is that God will resolve this relationship. And I mean re resolve meaning I'm going to understand where it is and then I can release it so that I don't worry about it, take on the burden right. of it, or process it any further because it may not be reconciled because that person's right. not willing to. Remember there because it takes two parties. But because God has led me to a place where you can now release it, uh, after I've guided you and now I've resolved it for you. I will resolve this and, and this includes by the way uh, family situations where the resolution isn't well, Just stop being around them. Well, you can't you know, you're still part of yeah, the family right. um, So the question becomes how do I set up a proper boundary? Uh, in a way that I don't get harmed anymore by their unhealthiness Right. Uh, and God right. says, I care about you and I want you to be healthy. So I'm going to give you the ability to be healthy in an unhealthy place. It's really interesting. Uh, well, part of that, one thing I've seen, and I won't go into this a, a whole lot, but I'm um, in my own experience is um, part of his bringing healing and resolution in all of that is often revealing to me things in my heart that, you know, the reason that they are able to continually poke the bear or however you want to say that, <laughs> you know, the reason that that will continually get you over and over, um, when you ask God about that or when I ask God about it, he began to show me things. Well, there is this underlying, you know, fear of rejection or fear of abandonment or, you know, whatever it is that's your thing yeah. that I want to meet you in. 
And when I bring healing to that, then when they poke the bear, it will do nothing to you. You'll be able to love them unconditionally and without expectation right. and simply accept them for who they are, which is important in family dynamics, That's you know, right. Right. but he had to, that was very intentional on my part. Okay, God. So why do I see a pattern of this particular behavior? Um, able to get me riled up and, and send me into anxiety or, or whatever. And, and I had to allow him to reveal that to me because he knows my heart better than I do. Yeah. yeah. And then allow him to speak into that. Yeah. And it could be, uh, you know, as what you're saying there is, uh, you know, an example of that is that uh, a person can have an insecurity mm-hmm. and therefore need approval. Um, and I'm driven to receive approval so that and interesting enough, I'll even take the negative approval that manipulates me to do what they want me to do so that I get that approval and I fall right. in, I fall into that pattern. Uh, by the way, what does that do that makes you mad? Uh, right, right. So you're, so you're kind of <laughs> stuck with, well, um, yeah, I'd like that to end. And, and generally, this is, what, <laughs> this is how it goes. I'd like that to end. God's, would you have him stop doing that? Right. Um, and but they, he cares too much to just do that. He'd yeah. rather heal our heart. Yeah, and he says, by the way, um, see, I'm not manipulating self-will. And that's an important uh, element. I remember that's our, a good point. the images yeah. were of self-will. So if we, I mean, think about if he, if he did, and this is what we got to play out a little bit. If God could manipulate self-will, really, then what would the world be like? It, well, it, it wouldn't be pure love for anything, you know, because we no. wouldn't be doing things simply out of, of love for him. But sometimes, i got to be honest with you, sometimes I'm like, wouldn't it just be nice, honestly, if he did get rid of it and just made everything look the way he, he yeah. wanted it to be? Yeah, then, but I know that's not his heart. That means <laughs> you know, he wants everybody, that freedom of everybody would be kind and generous. Uh, uh, it unity, sounds pretty nice. Him, uh, <laughs> you know? Following Christ, you know, because that's his... It's hard if he could make all, if he if he chose to make all that happen, um, then uh, it would have removed the element of free will, which is the essence of love, including right. including his. Is that I offer you the opportunity to be with me and to and to re- let me resolve things. I will let you not. Interesting enough, I love you so much not to force it or uh, or make you right. a robot. You're not robots, you're, you're created beings to have fellowship with me, and fellowship has to be enjoyable by a choice. Right. Uh, so uh, God says, no, you're, you can't pray that way. Let me give you the wisdom to uh, resolve this, which by the way, what you're suggesting is, um, let me heal your heart about why this button is pushed in you. Right. Uh, by the way, they're going to keep pushing it. So let's not talk about that. Let me talk about you and then what to do with that and how to put you in a position so that you're not uh, receiving that uh, more, than you, more than you need to be. So, right. you know, it's really interesting. So anyway, as we, as we look at, uh, uh, we're talking now about uh, worry, fear, and anxiety a lot of times is because there's very difficult relationships that we're in conflict with, we're mad about, they've hurt us, uh, they continue to hurt us, uh, they've done things that just aren't right, um, and we're s- struggling with, um, I want that to change, it's not changing, I'm still part of it, I don't like it, it's causing me stress. Um, uh, ideally, 
when, when that happens, we tend to want to say, is there a way for me just to get out of there and never have this relationship? But then we realize, well, a lot of times, no, that can't. I guess I'm stuck with this difficult thing. So let's look at, uh, he says, well, I, ha I have a solution for that. Uh, and let us walk, let's walk through the truths of that. So go to 2 Corinthians 5, uh, 16 to 21. 2 Corinthians 5, 16 to 21. From now on, therefore, we regard no one according to the flesh. Even though we once regarded Christ according to the flesh, we regard him thus no longer. Therefore, if anyone is in Christ, he is a new creation. The old has passed away. Behold, the new has come. All this is from God, who through Christ reconciled us to himself and gave us the ministry of reconciliation. That is, in Christ God, in Christ, God was reconciling the world to himself not counting their trespasses against them and entrusting to us the message of reconciliation. Therefore, we are ambassadors for Christ, God making his appeal through us. We implore you on behalf of Christ, be reconciled to God. For our sake, he made him to be sin who knew no sin so that in him we might become the righteousness of God. Yeah. Uh, so lots in there. Uh, it says, first of all, don't regard everything anymore in, the, in these relationships according to the flesh and see the flesh um, is going to is going to operate in a way that somebody has crossed my line of justice um, it's an unjust per se what what just right. happened uh, they did something that wasn't right they're treating me poorly they're demanding things that aren't right there's things i can't agree to uh, they're coming after me, uh, they're manipulating me, they're making it miserable for me. Um, yes, the flesh, okay, he said don't regard anything according to the flesh. If that happened, what would the flesh want to do? Get justice itself. I'm, I'm going to go, I'm going to go fix this. See, I'm going to go, right. I'm going to go make this resolved. Mm -hmm. By the way, if they're not willing to, then I'm going to come back and do what? I'm going to punish them. Make them pay for it. I'm right. going to make them pay for it. Now, by the way, that, interesting enough, at the base of it is, in a sense, it's kind of true. Uh, mm -hmm. Because, uh, and we'll get into this, is that, see, justice is going to be served because, in a way, and this is, uh, I'm, even, I'm even considering, uh, Kathy, uh, trying to do maybe a whole uh, uh, little uh, retreat or, or series on this of... Um, how do we how do we live in God's justice? Uh, because oh, that would be good. Yeah, because justice is the is part of the essence of life. And when there's injustice, God says it's it's going to be fulfilled. It's going to be resolved. Um, and I'm gonna I'm gonna do it, including bring punishment to those that aren't willing to repent uh, right. and let me and let me heal them. Uh, so. At the basis, and we struggle to reconcile the goodness of God with the justice of God. Yet at the same time, we want justice. Yes. Yeah, so it's an interesting dichotomy. Well, well think, yeah, I'd think love about, to do a, a think, thing on that. It really is an interesting thing. Think about, think about why you want justice is that um, I think it's so ingrained in the very nature. Remember, we're made in the image of God. Right. And uh, his nature is, is for justice his, as well. His nature is justice and he fulfills justice so mm -hmm. that he does bring punishment against injustice. So we are in a sense following through a little bit on, well, that's a, that's a 
essence of who we are is, yeah, we got to get right. justice resolved. Now the issue is, he said, don't do it in the flesh because mm -hmm. the way you do it, you know, we, we uh, uh, individuals, humans, isn't the way that I'm going to do it. Um, right. And, and, what, and what I care about for you, who's, who's having the injustice against, mm -hmm. is God speaking, I want to bring you freedom. Right. Um, in a world of injustice. And I can do that, and I will do that mm -hmm. um, if you allow me. So don't, he said, don't think of it at the pure base level of, yep, I need to, I need to get justice. Uh, don't look at it that way. He said, look at it uh, from a spiritual perspective and let me guide you. And he says, where I'm headed, headed with you is for you to become an ambassador. Uh, for what? Reconciliation. Uh, you become an ambassador for reconciliation. Okay, now, this, there's lots in there. Um, as an ambassador, uh, think of an ambassador, let's say for the United States, that is, uh, you know, uh, right now the ambassador to uh, France. Right. Uh, what would that ambassador's job be? He, well, he's really acting on behalf of and representing the U.S. to France. To France. Uh, yeah. And issues that are related to each. Mm -hmm. uh, and and uh, a true ambassador gets his instructions, his marching orders from who? From the president. Oh, yeah. well. The, gov down, the government. Down, down woke. Yeah. The, the State yes. Department, the government. You know, here's, yeah. here's what I, here's the message I want you to do. Hey, I got a situation. Right. Uh, they're doing this or they're saying this or we got a problem here. Okay, mm -hmm. here's my message that I want you to deliver. Um, and <laughs> most ambassadors, interesting enough, are picked because they, they have a skill of respect and calmness. Yes. Um, if you're hot-headed and angry, well, it's not a great uh, position you probably you. won't be a very good ambassador because <laughs> you'll be overreacting all the time, mm -hmm. but rather you have, a, you have a skill of respect and, okay, go deliver this message in respect with, mm -hmm. a, with a goal of engaging Mm -hmm. everybody on both sides to come to a satisfactory resolution without right. losing the essence of what we know is true. Right. Um, and in fact, I would say a, a true, truly gifted ambassador is truly gifted at listening on both ends, listening to not only what is said, but what is intended behind what is said. Yeah. And then when communicating that, listening to the other side as well, and listening to not only what is said, but what is underlying what is said, Yeah, you know? Uh, and so um, you're, you're to deliver a message. The message is given you by your uh, home country. Uh, in this case, it's gonna be God for us. And he says, uh, you, have, you be uh, the messenger of reconciliation, which means mm -hmm. what? See, it's interesting enough, think of every uh, situation does the ambassador uh, in every situation actually experience reconciliation? See, no. No. Uh, why? Well, because it requires both parties to process truth together until you both see a solution that is reconciled. So when he says an ambassador for reconciliation, he's, he's implying it's not your role or your burden for the outcome of this process, because that that's based on what the other party is going to do, um, and and by the way, uh, it, it can become in a sense so dangerous uh, 
situations. There's countries even right now we don't even have an ambassador for because it's so dangerous because they're right. they don't want to talk at all. They, they want to kill the ambassador. Um, mm -hmm. They want to destroy the staff. So what what does the country do? They pull them. Right. Uh, okay. Well, for then, their own safety. Then yeah. for your safety, because I care about you first. Then I'm going to bring you back, um, mm -hmm. and I don't want you to be a messenger anymore because there there's not an, a willingness to talk anything at all. As a matter of fact, they want to harm you, so I'm going to pull you back. So when he says ambassador, it's a, it's a big, big, big understanding of, you know, let me help you, God speaking, what an ambassador is and does. You're a messenger of truth toward reconciliation. And he framed it up by saying, on what basis? On the forgiveness that Christ has performed, which remember right. we talked about yesterday is is what? He has released the need to be perfect, uh, which allows us to now process truth. Uh, so that right. if you're gonna it's, go- Think about that. Yeah. If we were to be able to model that with other people, if we could release them from the expectation and requirement to be perfect, yeah. You know, how would we interact differently with them if we truly were able to release them with that kind of forgiveness, with that kind of love? Yeah, yeah. And see, uh, when we take it, remember, we're talking about uh, people that are opposing us. What are we releasing? Uh, we're releasing the need that they have to do anything. Mm -hmm. um, because otherwise, see, then the burden is on me. I got to make right. you do something. And you got to do something to satisfy me. Right. And God says, no, forgiveness is releasing. That's release, not how it works. <laughs> releasing that they, they don't have to do anything. Now, it doesn't mean you're reconciled. But so you'd be an ambassador of reconciliation. So um, as you're an ambassador, there's two steps, always two steps. One, have you gone to forgiveness on the same basis that I've been forgiven, which is the nature of Christ and releasing the need to be perfect or resolve it. So that as you are, uh, remember, you got somebody that's offended you. And you rightfully so are angry. It's, it's, it's okay, it's good. Right. Um, he said, okay, first, um, release that requirement that they have to fix anything so that you're free and able to actually get with them to process truth in a respectful, honorable way. Um, so that otherwise, if you don't have forgiveness and we go back, what do we tend to do? Oh, we're just going to get right back at it. We're going to get yeah. arguing, debating, <laughs> fighting, uh, angry. Mm -hmm. Energy's going to go up, attacking, uh, trying to get them to do what we want them to do. And now, right. now you're in a battle. Uh, and he says no. Uh, uh, and, the, and the real simple question is, and here it is. Yes, they've hurt you. I'm not denying that, and I'm not asking you to deny that. Can you be with them? and have an, a respectful discussion about the truth without your anger energy driving it. That, that means, yes, you have forgiveness. If the answer is no, see, a lot of people I, I deal with, they say, oh, yeah, I've forgiven them. I, right. said, I said, okay, uh, what's, your, what's your emotion when you think about them or thinking about being with them? Oh, I'm, I'm really riled up. Uh, you haven't forgiven mm -hmm. them yet. You have not forgiven them yet because you aren't at that place where, yes, I can be respectful and honorable to talk truth. Well, then it means you've forgiven them. So that you gotta wait for that. By the way, it's received by God. Let me have it for that person. Then, as an ambassador of uh, reconciliation, uh, what would you go do? Remember the person, as far as they're concerned, they don't care. 
Uh, right. They're hurting you. They're not thinking, how do I resolve this? They don't even care. They're actually mm -hmm. thinking, um, what I really want you to do is do what I want, and I'm going to keep hurting you until you do. I mean, so right. that's not their thought. There's manipulation and control involved yeah. okay, there. Okay, so yeah. if you're going to be an ambassador, what would you do? Oh, it's a great question. <laughs> well, going to God, seeing what he has to say, getting his orders and coming in with what he has to say, period. And sometimes what he has to say is going to be to come back in with truth and light and grace and love. Other times he may say, I need you to pull back. I'm protecting you for yeah. a little while. Yeah. yeah. No, if he, if but he he's going to give you that direction. If he calls you to be an ambassador, uh, which we'll, we'll talk about that, there's times where he says, no, actually right now, I don't want you to even make this initiation. Mm hmm uh, is you're inviting somebody is would you be willing mm -hmm. to sit down with me and process what's going on here so that we could openly talk about it I'd like to share with you what's going on for me and I'd like you to share with me what's going on for you would you be willing to do that see it's it's an ambassador is would you be willing to sit and talk with me uh, what truth about what happened uh, right and so you're initiating that by saying I, I can why can't you? Well, because I've gone to forgiveness. Right. And I don't have the burden that this has to be resolved in the way that I want to. It's just I'm, I'm offering the opportunity for us to get to truth because, remember, they offended you. Uh, remember we went the other, when we went the other way and said, you, you go resolve it? How do you resolve right. it? What can I do to make this right? And mm -hmm. you're willing to do it because you, you're the right. one who offended it. Uh, who did it? Right. You would like that other party to be back to you that same way. When you say, right. you know what, you've offended me and I'd like to talk about it. And somebody says, oh yeah, sure. And then you say it and, they, and you would like their response to be, man, I, I understand that completely. I'm so sorry. What can I do to make it right? And then you process it through. Uh, now, but <laughs> I, don't, I don't see that happen a lot, but right, uh, right. that would be ideal uh, that you're offering to sit down and process it. Uh, and this is key is, uh, and see Christ, Christ operates this way. Uh, we don't alter the truth in order to bring about reconciliation. So that we don't cave and say, okay, I'll just let you keep doing what you're doing or I'll overlook it or I will, I will dismiss the truth so that we can have relationship again. Right. Interesting enough, you have just uh, worked against God. Uh, because you you compromised the process, which is speak the truth in love, uh, and and the example we have is Christ Himself, in that He said it's not my will that any should perish. Right. Well, that's absolute. Um, he said I've forgiven everybody at the cross. That's done. Taken away the requirement to be perfect. Uh, now what does He do? I offer you. Let's sit down and process the truth, which means you're, you're separated from me because you're not perfect. I can't have you be in relationship with me uh, unless you're perfect, but I've solved that problem by going to the cross and offering it to you. I took the punishment on myself. If you recognize you're in that spot and you want to receive what I've done, we can be in relationship. Okay, that's the truth. Does Christ alter that truth? No. No. That is the truth. Yeah, yes. See, he can't, which, which means then, if people aren't willing to receive that, which, which interesting enough, most of the world is uh, not willing to, um, what happens to them? Well, they're eternally separated. Yeah, they're eternally so they live. They literally go to what's called hell mm -hmm. and live e eternally separate, eternally, 
eternally. Think how long that's a long mm-hmm. time. Separated, a long time. Separated from God. So he says, I don't force reconciliation. I don't alter the truth in order to be reconciled, which, by the way, is my heart. Um, I would like everyone to come to know me, absolutely, 100%. And I'm going to keep working at it throughout, throughout in life, even if somebody's on their deathbed. And they've rejected, rejected, rejected their whole life, and then somebody offers them that opportunity one more time, and they say, you know what, I, I received that. What happens to them? He rejoices. <laughs> they they will be in heaven with him. Yes. You know, yeah, your, your life wasn't much, but uh, you get to be with me because now you receive that truth. So mm-hmm. it's not a one-time only. It's, it's, uh, it's an opportunity, uh, which, by the way, could have implication for us, too, that somebody uh, may reject the truth or processing the truth today, but maybe a month from now or two months from now they come back and say, yeah, I've been thinking about this. I'd like to, I'd like to revisit that. Great. Yeah, sure. Right. Uh, I'd be happy to. So an ambassador uh, is uh, offering the process. Are you willing to sit down and process truth? God says, don't alter your truth. So if they've hurt you, you got to share that. If if they're harming right. you, you got to share that. If they're opposing you, you got to share that uh, of how they offended you, um, and share that openly. Uh, hopefully, they'll see it and respond to it. They may or may not. Uh, so you be an ambassador. Now, there is one more element to this, uh, and this is what you suggested: is it's not a system. Uh, so that um, often. Uh, when, okay, they've offended me, I have gone to forgiveness, I should go talk to them. <laughs> right. And what you're suggesting is really important, is before you do that, because don't, don't make it a system, it's, Father, what would you have me do now? I'm willing right. to go right. be an ambassador, but what would you have me do now? And a right. lot of times God will say at the moment, I don't want you to talk to him at all, because right. if you do you'll actually make it worse. Yeah. In fact, there was a time, I was just going to say, without going into the details of the whole thing, there was a time period in my life where he had taken me to forgiveness on something. And then I'm like, okay, do I, do I step in and try to reconcile this? And he, he basically said, no, for your own protection, your purest form of loving them is to pray for them until I say otherwise. And there was an entire year that I actually didn't re-engage um, except when he said, okay, do this, say this, send this, so they know they're loved, they know they're seen, and expect that I'm working behind the scenes in ways that you don't see. Yep. And it wasn't until almost a full year was over that he opened up the gates for me to begin to re-engage, and he had done some softening and heart work that had to be done on the other side before I could even come and speak that. Yeah, and think about uh, that process, um, that he cares, he cares about your walking with him. Mm-hmm. You've been offended. Uh, you've gone to forgiveness. Um, what he cares about, see, is your heart. And what he wants to bring is freedom. And he knows what's going on on the other side. Right. If even uh, moving into a opportunity to have that discussion is going to be harmful to you, because their heart is so hard that they're actually going to come against harder against you. Right. Um, then he says, actually, right now, I don't want you to, to proceed that way. Wait until I give you the heads up. Right. Including maybe never. You know, so. Right. Uh, like with my, uh, I think I shared this and I, I wrote a book on forgiveness, actually. And I talked about this in the book. Um, 
and my mom was very dominant and hostile and uh, manipulative, uh, and we had some issues, and I had to go to forgiveness. Since I'm an adult and married and have kids, and it's not good, it's unhealthy. Uh, uh, and she's hurt me <laughs> most of my life of just, you know, kind of absurd, what I would call absurdity, you know. And uh, So, you know, I came to a point where I said, okay, that's it. I'm not going to have any relationship with her. And God says, son, uh, there is this uh, thing called honoring your mother and father. <laughs> right. <laughs> oh, yeah. Right. Oh, yeah. Okay. Uh, uh, well, what am so I gonna, how do I do that? How am I going to do it? You know, and he says, well, you got to go to forgiveness. Let me, let me give you that mm-hmm. show you that. So uh, release the, the need for her to do anything. Okay. Uh, I can do that. And I did. It took a while, by the way, because it wasn't easy. Received that. And then I said, okay, now what? I'm willing. And I kind of understood mm-hmm. this about ambassador. Okay, I'm willing to go talk to her. God says to me, uh, not a good idea. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> uh, if you do, you're going to set the whole thing backwards mm. uh, because she's at a place where she will, she will, uh, she's so uh, defensive about it that she'll attack you even deeper and you won't get anywhere. It'll make it worse. So no, that's not a good idea. Okay, what, what do you want me to do? Well, I want you to do it differently. Um, I want you to set up a boundary and just start to build the relationship at a very, very surface level. Um, and when she, and you talked about it, when she um, pushes the button, the pattern that was in me, which by the way, I reacted to, because I, right. I didn't mind the, the, the fighting, she could hit me and boom, you know, I'm, I'm in, I'm, I'm gonna go <laughs> into the battle. Uh, he said, I gotta, I gotta work on your heart right. in a way that uh, she's going to try to keep hitting your butt. I'm going to help. I'm going to heal you up so that it doesn't affect you anymore and it rolls off of you because you can release this um, and let me help you with this. Uh, okay. Uh, so it was a completely different pattern of res- We'll talk about this further of resolution uh, of what to do with it, but um, it's not an automatic. Um, right. It's just that I have a heart to be used as a minister of reconciliation. And minister of reconciliation is, uh, I'm inviting you to go and talk through this in a respectful, honorable way, and I'd like to sit down with you and process it. And by the way, we can't force reconciliation because that's on the other party. But but rather, I can uh, offer it. Why? Because I can talk truth. Mm-hmm. with honor and respect and and he knows again is it dangerous remember we talked about an ambassador that no I'm not going to send you there yeah we have a message for them but we're not going to send you there because it's too dangerous right now too dangerous for who right. for you so uh, nope uh, right now no uh, that's not your call to fulfill that piece of being an ambassador uh, I may have you do something different but don't let it become a system but are you willing primarily always to yes let's go talk through it uh, if they have a heart to do that uh, and you would because I don't consider it now the way the flesh will see that justice is going to be served anyway and God's going to use me to deliver an opportunity think about it for them and see uh, the end of that little phrase there in, in uh, uh, chapter 5 says reconciliation to who See, to Christ. Right. Ah. He says, that's why I want you to really get this, is it's not just you that this is about. This is about me. 
um, are they willing to be reconciled to me? Right. How would they be reconciled to me? By processing the truth with you, that's my representative. Um, and if they if they accept you and process with you, they're they're receiving me. If they reject you, they're rejecting me. They're rejecting yeah. me, and they're not reconciled to me, even though you're mm -hmm. offering them. So think about that. You look past it to this issue per se. Is oh, what you're really saying is about their heart. You want their heart to come to a place right. where they actually learn to, to follow you and learn the same, very same thing that I'm learning. Right. Uh, yeah, and even as you say that, I'm struck by the reminder that we don't wanna be on the other side of that either. Someone coming to us willing to reconcile and we shut that down. Yeah. <laughs> because we, then we are also rejecting God in that. That's you right. know, And so we need to be very careful how we walk that line and just staying with him and allowing him to lead us. Yeah, and think about, why would you always be willing to do that? What, what is required of you? See, forgiveness. Uh, right. If I'm right. in forgiveness, really, mm -hmm. even though I made the attempt, they said no. Okay. Right. And we'll talk, we'll talk about that in terms of what we do with that. But, uh, and let's say they come back three months later. Uh, you know what? Uh, I would like to uh, re revalue this and reestablish uh, something here. Would you be willing to do it? The answer automatically, see, is yes. Okay, yes. okay, why? Because you have forgiven, then you're ready to go to reconciliation. See, I've already released yeah. it. I'm always ready mm -hmm. to go to truth all the time, anytime. Now, the other party has to determine whether that happens or not, or how, how much that happens. Because right. I'm always Now, let's I'm back up just to. a little bit, though. That forgiveness, you know, you say, I'm always in forgiveness, always. You know, for me, anyway, that's not like a light switch turns and no, I'm there. No. Uh, it happens and then God has to work that and grow that in me. And sometimes over and over and over again, especially when there's somebody who has a pattern of repeat, whatever, you know, he continues to grow that. That's not a just, I'm choosing to forgive and boom, it's done. No, Often there's a heart work that comes with well, it. Well, yeah, and when I say that, uh, you're, in, you're always in forgiveness, I'm talking about already on this particular person. Yes. Yes, you've that, already that gone to forgiveness I have, on this. I have processed that through. Um, and yes. remember, it's not a it's not a uh, a universal. Oh yeah, sure. I'm in I'm in forgiveness. Uh, no, no, it's very specific. Uh, it's yes. to this offense, and it's not like oh yeah, fine. It's mm -hmm. you know because of the depth of it. I, I had a <laughs> uh, I had a guy who uh, uh, you know wanted me to help him with his will and. Uh, seeking God's will, and, and he got mad at me, and you know, and the whole thing was uh, oppressive to me, and I got mad too, and uh, it took me a while to get to forgiveness, and then God said, I said, what do I do? He said, be an ambassador of reconciliation, offer to talk. Okay, I call him up, I say, hey, would you be willing? I know you're mad, but would you be willing to talk? Uh, and he says, I'm never talking to you again, and hung the phone up. <laughs> uh, okay, uh, now I had already processed forgiveness, Mm -hmm. uh, released the, the requirement he had to do anything. He did nothing. Uh, okay, uh, I'm done. Uh, I can live with this on reconciliation, which we'll talk about further. Uh, I'm okay with it. I'm done. I, either I'm free of it. I can see him. And I'm not oppressed by him. I'm not worried about him. I'm taking on the burden of it. Uh, okay. Uh, well, a year later, a year later, calls me up and says, hey, I know you're not going to hear from me, but I would like to uh, get together again and process this through. 
And my answer, see, immediately is sure. Right. Uh, now, it doesn't mean that there's other people that I still struggle with unforgiveness. It's that I've worked it with through that particular this issue particular with person. that person. Yes. I've worked that through. So when that person says I'm willing now, even right. a year later, yeah, sure. Uh, I'd be mm -hmm. happy to. Uh, now, by the way, I'm not going to alter the truth. Mm -hmm. I'm not going to say what you did was fine. I'm going to say you offended me. Uh, right. And here's why. And, he, and of course, he understood it. He says, I'm, I'm coming to you because I've been convicted that I offended you. And the way, right. I, the way I did this was not right. And I'm so sorry. Okay, great. Um, mm -hmm. And then he said, would you now work with me and help me find out God's will? Yeah, sure. Uh, uh, so that forgiveness isn't, I have it all the time for everything it's it's going to be expressed person by person situation by situation and some of them are yes yeah, it's, it's easy to receive and by the way the more you do it it's easier to receive it but other ones man this is tough i'm really struggling mm -hmm. with forgiveness and okay god says let me let me work with you let me give your heart let me get you to that place i'm going to give you my forgiveness you get you receive it okay uh, and it doesn't matter how long it takes. It just right. once, once you have it, now you can offer truth. So right. we'll, we'll talk more about this uh, tomorrow uh, as we uh, get into the depth of uh, what do you do when you've offered this? Just kind of like I described it, is you've offered this, or you have been told uh, this person isn't going to receive this, so don't even bother offering it. Well, what do I do? Because uh, right. we're we're in conflict. Mm -hmm. um, and I want to be in peace. <laughs> I would like to. I'd like to be reconciled, but they're not willing to. Or God says it's not a good idea that not you yet, even or... consider it. Mm -hmm. Well, what do I do now? Uh, that's what we're going to talk about tomorrow. Well, what do I do? Oh, what do I do now? So uh, that'll that'll be a fun discussion. So that sounds great. Uh, we pray as you know as we, you uh, process this at uh, as you're trying to understand this message and be be an ambassador is. Uh, send us questions, uh, you know, let us know uh, anything that's on your mind of, well, how does it work and what about this? You may even have a situation that you'd like to describe to us and say, you know, what about, what do I do with this one? Uh, and we'd be happy to process that. Uh, send us uh, questions on the YouTube or questions at afjministry.com, questions at afjministry.com. And uh, this whole uh, issue, which we're going to spend some time on here, is how do we overcome uh, worry, fear, and anxiety when we have these really difficult relationship issues. Right. How, how, do, how are those going to result? Because so they definitely have, feed it. Yeah. It. So we'll, we'll pick this up again tomorrow. Excellent. Looking forward to it. Thanks for joining us, everyone. If you have enjoyed today, be a friend and tell a friend. Um, continue to join our podcast and grow the following. And um, we are excited to see what God is going to do through this in yeah. the upcoming year. So Amen. thanks for joining us. All right. Kathy, we'll see you tomorrow. Sounds good. Thank you for joining us for today's episode of Come and See your podcast for truth in a world of chaos. Brought to you by All for Jesus Living Waters Ministry. Send us your questions and comments and tune in tomorrow for more answers to your personal questions about living life in God's truth. Remember, God's will is best and none better. His truth brings peace in this world of chaos.